Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> is surging across this country. Murder rates are rising, assault rates are rising, carjacking rates are rising. Last year, 12 major American cities broke records, homicide rates. Portland, Indianapolis, Toledo, Rochester, St. Paul, Tucson, Albuquerque, Louisville, Columbus, Baton Rouge, Austin, and Philadelphia. What do those 12 cities have in common? Every single one of them is run by Democrats, all of them. The crime that we are seeing surging across this country is a direct result of Democrats' soft-on-crime policies. Joe Biden nominated not one, but two of the leading advocates in the country for abolishing the police to senior roles at the U.S. Department of Justice. Every single Senate Democrat voted to confirm two of the leading advocates of abolishing the police to senior positions at the U.S. Department of Justice. When Democrats engage in anti-police rhetoric, when they demonize police officers, it has consequences. President Biden nominated Rachel Rollins to be the U.S. Attorney of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Rachel Rollins is one of the many Soros DAs who, as district attorney in Suffolk County, put out a list of 15 crimes her prosecutors were not allowed to prosecute. When you have soft-on-crime Democratic DAs that are releasing violent criminals on shockingly low bail, those violent criminals go out and they commit violent crime yet again. And in the face of skyrocketing crime, crime that has women and men across this country deeply, deeply concerned for the safety of their family, the White House press secretary laughs about it. Laughs about what crime? What are you talking about? This administration is so out of touch, they don't understand that when people are getting carjacked, when their homes are threatened, their lives are threatened, that violent crime is real, and when you attack and demonize police officers over and over again, it has a consequence, it is wrong. And I gotta say, at any point, Senate Democrats, one Senate Democrat could have stood up and said enough is enough. If one Senate Democrat on the Judiciary Committee had said no, these advocates for abolishing the police would not be senior members of the Department of Justice. If one Senate Democrat on the Judiciary Committee had said no, Rachel Rollins, this incredibly soft on crime Soros DA, who effectively abolished the police by ordering her prosecutors not to prosecute drug crimes, not to prosecute resisting arrest, not to prosecute trespassing. We're seeing in stores across the country looters breaking in, mocking the law because Democrats won't prosecute them. It's not right. It's not fair. And we need to keep people safe. All right, all right. It's Friday. We made it. <laughs> and I think some of us did. All right. 
Uh, what you just heard, Senator Ted Cruz, that was actually old. That's not anything new, but it goes in uh, more or less in line with what I'm about to tell you right now. New data that is coming out reveals that eight of the 10 largest cities in the United States have lost population up to the mid-2021. Obviously, you know, we're always behind, so statistics are always a year out. I'm sure it gets worse. I doubt it got any better because crime, it just continually goes up day to day, especially in all the bigger cities. I mean, Chicago is the Wild West, and we're coming into the summertime, and you know the Chicago shootings always ramp up in the summertime for whatever reason. I don't know if it's that there's more daylight or that it's hotter and more people are outside, which for me in Florida – you know, we're kind of the opposite. In summertime, it's so hot, you don't want to do anything outside unless it's involving water or you want to be inside. But I don't know what the deal is, but for some reason, every summer, Chicago's crime and shooting spikes. Uh, the data revealed specifically through July 2020 and July 2021 that these particular cities lost quite a bit of their population. I'm going to go through them, uh, and we will start with New York. New York lost... A staggering 305,465 people in just a one-year span. Los Angeles, California, 40,537. Chicago, 45,175. Houston, Texas, 11,777. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 24,754. San Diego, California, 3,783. Dallas, Texas, 14,777. Uh, San Jose, California, 27,419, and Indianapolis, Indiana, 5,343. Although San Francisco is not among one of the 10 largest cities, almost 55,000 re- residents left the Democratic-run city, or about 6 and, uh, 6.3% percent in 2020, which is the highest percentage of any U.S. sister uh, uh, city. And all this is crime-related. Uh, another big part of that is if you look at the data, another reason a lot of these people left was because of the coronavirus pandemic and the policies that were put in place in all these different blue states restricting these people's lives so terribly. Uh, The only thing that I can say, uh, you know, crime is obviously bad in all these places and coronavirus is one thing, but if you left one of those states, particularly for either or, either your crime is bad or you left because you felt that the dictator that runs your state was stealing your freedom, know that wherever you go, I'm sure you ran to a red state where we are more about the Constitution and freedom. Make sure you take a long, hard look at how you vote and how you view things so you don't screw our states up like you've obviously destroyed your states. So please, be smart when it comes to voting. Don't keep voting the same type of people in because you're going to get the same type of results. All right, now something that I did not go over but that we're going to go over. uh, They're expecting a massive surge regardless of Title 42. Greg Abbott was warning everybody this Monday that just passed that they have intel that shows there is a a group around 100,000 immigrants that are more than likely going to bombard the border. They're not interested in Title 42. They're not interested in waiting. And one of the main reasons that they feel empowered to do so is because of the lax immigration laws that we have right now. Uh, And they just know that there's no real consequences 
for them to come over. Joe Biden and his administration is not going to do anything. They are more welcoming, even though Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas wants to pretend like the southern border is safe and secure. It's obviously not. When you have 100,000 people uh, waiting in the wings to come into your country, that, to me, is not safe and secure. Safe and secure is there's nobody coming. Not to mention, I mean, it's bad. It's We know the border crossing is bad, and it's been bad, and it's continually getting worse. Excuse me if you hear my papers ruffling. I know I always say that, but it's, I think, kind of annoying if I don't point that out. If you're just hearing things in the background and you're wondering, I'm looking for my for a particular number <laughs> that is somewhere in this pile of paper here. All right, I think this is the one, so I'm sorry once again. But just in case you didn't know, last month, 234,000 encounters entering the United States illegally. That's the greatest number in a single month in recorded history of this United States. That's actually a 1,376% increase from the 17,106 encounters that were reported in April of 2020 under the Trump administration and his policies. So where we were having... Uh, you know, 10, 20,000 people coming across the border. No, we're not in the tens anymore. Now we're up to uh, uh, triple digits. So you're in the hundred thousands coming across the border. Since Joe Biden has taken office, 2.5 million illegal immigrants have come across or illegal aliens have come across uh, the border and are now in the United States. We consistently warn people that, Open borders are bad. It's a bad policy. It's bad for us. It's bad for the United States. It's bad for our economy. It's bad, bad, bad all the way around. People like to call you a racist when you say these things. And uh, anytime I get the opportunity to prove, or there is something that proves what we say, it's not that we're racists because we're not. We are welcoming. I don't care who comes over here as long as you allow us to vet who you are. I don't care if you come over. I'm completely fine with that. Now, in an ideal world, you would be coming over here with a little bit of money in your pocket so that you can um, take care of yourself so that immediately you're not on taxpayer-assisted programs. But that's in an ideal world. The reality is most people that are coming over here are fleeing from somewhere and they don't have two nickels to rub together. I understand that. And even with that being said, I'm still welcoming of you coming here as long as we can check out who you are and verify who you are. Then it is welcome. You've made it. Congratulations. Work hard. The American dream is achievable. Persistence and hard work. So to point out the negatives of why we warn... It was just released this week, uh, an FBI affidavit that submitted a report with criminal charges against, okay, the last name's Ahmed. I'm good there. I got that one. First name, on the other hand, this is a total train wreck. I don't understand. Some people, and I know that we're all not from the same country and you got to be multicultural and everything, but I can't imagine, even in their language, that this is an easy name to say, but I'm, I think it's Shihab or Shihabi. Okay, I think. I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> I, I suck with names. I massacre names. What it is. Okay, but I think it is. Anyways, the terrorist who's already over here trying to assist in bringing three other of his pal, good old buddy old pals over because the border's open and it makes it a lot more accessible to bring them in. 
with an assassination attempt that they were planning on former President George Bush. (laughs) There it is. I mean, if drugs pouring across the border, if guns pouring across the border does nothing for you, if sex trafficking and human trafficking does nothing for you, how about attempted assassinations of former presidents? I mean, does that sound... Are we... Are we getting to a point where we're starting to think that, you know, maybe all these people that we think are racist conservatives or racist, even independents or even, I mean, there are some Democrats, you know, that don't want open borders. So even them, are, are we all racist or are we just trying to be cautious because we want to protect our country? Because we know that in this mass migration, that there's going to be bad actors inside of it like this. It's a small select few, but They're going to be able to maximize the amount of damage done in the United States if they get in. And right now, under Joe Biden's policies, obviously, they are getting in. Thank God we were able to stop them. You know, I I would say for some people, it wouldn't be a real big thing if George Bush didn't happen to make it. You know, that's your personal opinion, however you feel about George Bush. For me, it's a fellow American. Yeah, regardless of whether I like the guy or don't like the guy, it's insignificant. Uh, the form, the the fact of the matter is, is that he is a U.S. citizen. These are terrorists that are coming across our border illegally, and their plot was to kill a fellow American citizen. I have a problem with that. Now, maybe some on the left don't, but I do. But this just really shines a light on why it is so important to have border walls, to have borders closed, to slow down the flow of people coming into the United States, and why you must verify who everybody is coming across the border so we can prevent as much of this as possible. Is it all preventable? Obviously not. Nothing ever is a guarantee. However, if you're taking the time to check these people out, I'm sure you can reduce the amount of these bad actors getting into the United States by probably 95 to 99%, but you're always going to have that one or two that are going to slip by. Uh, I, I think it's reasonable. I think it's common sense. I don't think it's a racist point of view, but some people, you know, they do. It's <laughs> just me. However, the mess at our southern border continues, and these are just uh, illustrating the points that we all make that we need to take the time to secure these borders because there are a lot of bad people flowing into the United States right now, whether you would like to believe that or not. All right, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's executive order on law enforcement reform. Uh, If you haven't heard about it, because I know right now the big topic is gun control and Texas, which, by the way, I I happened to catch this real quick this morning. Remember, I'm always a day ahead or behind however you look at it. Today's Thursday for me. Tomorrow you're hearing it, it's Friday. So I just happened to catch a headline, and I only saw the headline, so I didn't get a chance to dig into the story, so I don't want to get caught telling you something that's not true, but if you have not browsed it and you're browsing through news feeds, uh, check it out. I did see a headline that says that during the shooting uh, in Texas, that police officers, while the uh, shooter was barricaded on the inside, were waiting outside 40 minutes to an hour uh, without doing anything with parents yelling at them. So that's the headline I saw. I didn't dig into the story, Honestly, I hope it's not true because, you know, I back the blue. I always have. My brother-in-law is a cop. Love my brother-in-law. He's a great cop, you know, 
But to hear that, I would like to know before I jump to conclusion what what is uh, what was going on with everything there. You know, were they told not to go in? Were they given specific instructions not to go in? Was it under control? Were they there for different reasons because there were already other people inside? I don't know. I didn't read the story. If you happen to uh, see it, you might want to read it for yourself. The headline is intended to make police officers look bad, obviously. Uh, but I would definitely, you know, caution you not to just do the clickbait thing where you just see a headline and go on by. I would uh, read more than headline, dig in a little deeper. I have not had a chance to. But Joe Biden uh, executive order on law enforcement reform, uh, it's not sitting well with a lot of different police departments. You know, he's, it's just another way of restricting police officers. He wants to get rid of chokeholds. He wants to get rid of certain ways that they do things, no-knock warrants and whatnot. Um, he wants to get rid of the surplus of what he calls military supplies and wants to spread them out. I, I just, it's such a bad idea that you're restricting these cops. You keep taking useful tools away from them to the point where they cannot do their job effectively, which makes it much more dangerous for them. Oh, you know what? Actually, my uh, I know that I just jumped in here. This is totally... <laughs> but my nephew, and if he's listening, congratulations. But my nephew just graduated the uh, police academy. So you see, we run deep in my family. We're all about uh, civil service. Anyways... It's bad for police officers because you can't, uh, you can't do your job effectively, which makes it much more dangerous, which means that potentially a lot more police officers aren't coming home at night. And if you're going to make their jobs much more dangerous, there's going to be a lot we- a less willingness to want to be a police officer. There will be no desire because they're going to look at it and go, I'm not doing that. My hands are tied. I get sued and I get yelled at and I get demonized while I'm just trying to do my job. So they're going to say, ah, the hell with that. I'm not going to do it. And then crime will continue to get out of control. Like we talked about in the very beginning of the podcast (laughs) that people are leaving these cities in droves because their local, um, uh, politicians, governors, councils, whatever they are, are restricting police officers, which is only increasing, uh, crime rates. So I don't really think that's a path we want to travel down. I don't like Joe Biden's executive order. I think things are better handled departmentally. They should let police departments decide the right rules and what's needed because they know what's most needed in their towns and areas. So I think that's the way it should be handled. All right, it's Friday. Let's have a little bit of fun. Okay, fun fat fact. Here we go. This one is more of a public service announcement. I'm trying to do some good. This is somewhat related to me because I'm fat, so I'm in there with everybody else. But this is for the benefit of all. So here we go. I know it's getting hot. And I know it's summertime. And I know that means that more and more people are going to want to go do things in the water. You're going to go to lakes. You're going to go to beaches. You're going to go to uh, water parks and, and everything. So, wonderful. Here's the deal. Dress appropriately. Yes. Yes, indeed. Please. All of you fat men, let me start with the beer gut. You look like you've drank one too many 24-packs. Nobody wants to see you in a Speedo. Let, let me just throw, I'm going to just tell you right now, let me just throw it out there right now. It's not attractive to see you walking down the beach 
with your belly three feet out in front of your nose in a speedo. It's just, I, you know, it's, it's painful to look at, you know, and there are children, men, women, and children around that don't really need to see that. I got to be honest with you in the mornings when I walk into the bathroom and I turn the light on for that first second and I wet my face and then I look up in the mirror and see myself. I jump back. Ah, God, that's ugly and fat, man. Jesus. And I'm fully dressed. So if I don't want to see myself in a Speedo, I certainly don't want to see you in a Speedo. So let's move on to the next category. All my homeboys with moobs. If you don't know what a moob is, just replace the M for a B. And it's the same thing that women have, okay? It's the man boobs. If you are a little butterball turkey and you're like, you know, 10 years old or less, you guys are, it's cute. Yeah, they're little porkers running around. No one really cares because they're kids. It's fine. It's not cute anymore after that. After that, it's just like, guy, you're running and it looks like you're going to knock yourself out. Like your boob's going to hit you in the face and it's going to knock you out. And then we got to worry if the lifeguards are going to be able to save you and everything because it's over. So we don't want to see the moobs hanging out, sunburnt, bouncing all over the place. Again, it's not attractive. You, It is okay to wear a pair of shorts and put like, I don't know, a wet shirt on with it. That's like a tank top that'll kind of keep everything in place and it won't rub your, your uh, boobs and give you a rash there. And then you could swim and nobody pays you no mind because guess what? You're dressed appropriately. I'm just saying. So for men... Speedos, no. If you think about it, no. Man boobs, no. I never swim without a shirt on, ever, since I was a kid. <laughs> I just, I don't know, maybe I have more shame than other people. I don't know, but I never do. Anyways, man boobs, no. <laughs> all right, that's it. Children, you all get free passes for me. I just said that. Children, the little butterball turkeys running around, they're all kind of cute. You know, you just let them go and have fun. They don't know no better. They're just enjoying life, so... Now, for the women, believe me, you're not going to escape this. I'm going to paint a picture. And if you can't get it from this picture, believe me, I got a next one. I'm going to go right into another one. So you're going to pick one of these up. If you happen to look like a Dairy Queen soft serve ice cream on a cone, where it starts and it keeps getting lumpier and lumpier all the way to the bottom, a bikini is a no. Now, let me... Uh, let me give you a different image. This might help you out a little more. I'm just, I'm just saying this may be the one. If it looks like when you're wearing a bikini top that you're only wearing pasties because your rolls happen to go over the strings that wrap around and tie in the back and you don't actually see them, then I'm going to tell you that should be a telltale sign of no. Just like if you look like you're wearing tribal Back in the day, tribal garments just to cover your front and your rear, but you don't see anything on the side. Or if your belly hangs so low that we don't know if you're wearing clothes because your stomach has covered everything up. No, bikini, negative. Believe me, it's not a good look. I can assure you that if you are self-conscious or you don't want people to look at you or you feel bad because people think that you are fat, I can assure you that the entire beach is making fun of you behind your back. I'm just going to say it. I'm, I can assure you that they're making fun of you. So if you fall under that category, a normal bathing suit, 
maybe with a one of those little beach overthrows over it, you look classier and you could swim nicer. And you know what? We're doing what's most important in the beach, which is saving everybody's eyesight because nobody wants to see it. The benefit for you would be A, not to be made fun of, B, not to be mistaken, just like men could be mistaken, for an animal frolicking in the water that potentially could get harpooned, if you know what I'm saying, okay? And C, I don't know, a little bit of self-respect. It might help your, your whole outlook on life. You're feeling a little bit better because nobody's chit-chatting behind your back and looking at you. I'm just saying, it's something to consider, you know, you're going to do what you're going to do anyways, but I'm just trying to do a public service announcement to help everybody else out on the beach that partition these areas with their families and they don't like explaining to their four-year-olds, mom, dad, I've never seen a whale walking out of the water like that. And I, we have to explain that's not a whale, honey. That's uh, a person. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get so roasted for this one. <laughs> But it's all good because guess what? I'm fat. So I have every right to say that because I am fat. But you know what? I'm one of the fat people that don't wear Speedos <laughs> ever. Never have I, never will I. <laughs> okay. Even if I was skinny, I wouldn't wear a Speedo because there's just something so wrong about a Speedo. I don't even know where to begin. Okay. And as far as swimming without a t-shirt, I wouldn't do that either. I've already told you, if you listen to my podcast for any length of time, I don't even sleep without a t-shirt. I sleep with a t-shirt on. So that's just my level of comfort. So skinny, fat or not. That's just how I get down. So I'm just trying to pass on a little helpful advice. Maybe you'll take it into consideration. Maybe you get a good chuckle out of it. Maybe you will absolutely hate me and, you know, burn my picture. However, it's only to benefit you. <laughs> Listen, I hope everybody has an amazing weekend. Uh, I should be having a pretty good show come up. I've been in contact with Farmer Drew. And uh, Farmer Drew is going to, me and him should have a good uh, conversation. That should be next week, Friday. But it's going to be recorded on a Friday, which means you won't hear it until the following Monday. Um, about probably the things you don't know about farming. Because I'd like to go into detail with him about farming in general. And then the challenges that the farmers are truly facing right now from somebody who's actually doing it as opposed to reading it from an article. So that should be uh, interesting. All right. Enjoy your weekend. That's it. Nothing more than that. Have a great one.